Hey, it's Jen the Builder. And Corey. And welcome to Take the Elevator. We are closing off the 100 series. Wow. I want to say this is 198. I, I have no idea, but I, what I do know is that this is monumental for me. I cannot believe personally that we've done over a hundred some odd <laughs> podcasts when I never thought I would have done a podcast before. Right. That, that is big. Yeah. It's huge for me. Yeah. So thank you. I know it's not 200 yet, but as we're coming to close of the hundred Corey, I love our story. Yes. I love how it um, came to be and just that we're open to all of it. Yes. Thank you. And thank me as well. And thank everyone else oh, yeah. for thank you for listening. <laughs> but I'm just I'm blown away at myself the commitment that I've given to this. You know, yeah, yeah. And seriously. I want it. And I want it. I want to do it. I can't. I, I feel weird when we don't do it. Even when we were sick, I was like, I, I yeah. think we should just try to get through one episode. And you were like, No, we're sick. I'm like, Okay, yeah. okay. Speaking of walking away. The last episode we had, it was just good to walk away from the doubts, from the questions about, can we do this? Oh, we can't, maybe we can't afford to do this right now. How does that look for commitment? And we just jumped in. Who's going to listen to us? Right? Caught the wave. Yeah. Surfed it and keep going out for more. Yeah. So I'm excited to see what 200 brings, but let me not take away from this moment. Absolutely. Um, this episode. So what do we have going on? We've got the question in the book. Yes. And we're just really going to allow this to kind of guide where we go today. Um, and this, by the way, builds your um, resilience. It builds your ability to adapt to change and to be creative. Right. And so if you are in a position where you can just exercise creativity and you're able to just do things do it yeah all right so this question where is it because i re- oh because this is a good one um have you ever stayed up for an entire 24 hours and if so why dun 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 <laughs> and so guys i'm gonna give up the ghost on this one jen actually read that question to us before and and yes i knew right away when i stayed up for 24 actually i stayed up for 48 hours and uh, but we'll stick with the 24-hour process and, and tell you about that. Well, let's for, say at least 24 hours. At least 24. Okay. So I went to youth camp. Mm-hmm. And I was so excited. I didn't want to miss a thing. And I literally stayed up pretty much the first two days. At camp. At camp. Aww. And was it your first one? No, it was like my third one, but the first two were so amazing and so wonderful. And I had never been to a youth camp like that before where, Uh. you know, we're singing songs and we're doing the s'mores and we're swimming during the day and then hiking and everything was, the counselors were like, all right, we're, and this was during a time when kids were kids. And I say that because, Mm -hmm. Say that. The group of kids that I was with, we weren't up to n- nothing that was negative or nothing that was bad. And and they weeded out the ones that were doing the bad stuff. So uh, the counselors went to bed about 11, 30, 12 o'clock. And then we woke up and, well, not woke up, but we 
you know, pretended to lay down like we were sleeping. And then, of course, when we knew that they were asleep, we snuck out of the cabin and went to the main cabin hall and played music, <laughs> played games. And you were the good kids? Yeah. Oh, okay. Absolutely. Well, they knew, you know. But, yeah, we stayed up for hours upon hours. And I, when I did go to sleep, oh, boy, it was lights out. <laughs> it was lights out. They didn't hear from me for probably that whole third day because I just, I was out. Oh, nice. They just let you sleep. Just let me sleep. Well, they knew we were up, you know, uh-huh. running around. I mean, literally, we were playing tag. And, uh, and and so, like, I don't know if you've ever played this game, but it's hide-and-go-seek and it's tag. And it wasn't the hide-and-go-seek where you kiss and all that other stuff. Oh. It was a church camp. And I know a lot of bad stuff usually happens <laughs> But it, it was a really good camp. So uh-huh. I'm expressing that because I know people are like, oh, yeah, right. No, that wasn't one of those kind of parties. Yeah. Oh, I love that story. Mine's a little on the dark side because Uh-oh. I'm just going to be honest. We all have history. We all have things that we're not the proudest of. But to be honest, the first answer I thought of is, well, yeah, when I partied, I was awake a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Um and oh boy, not not my proudest moments. But um, on the other side, there have been moments where I've just been awake out of pure excitement and adrenaline, mm-hmm. whether it be for camp or I'm about to experience something. You know, let's talk about adulthood. Mm. I still lose sleep when I'm presenting anything new that I've written. That's huge for me. I don't sleep well because I, I keep rehearsing in my mind and doing all the what ifs and and what's what's funny Corey, is the day of these things is when the creativity goes on 10 right and i don't i don't plan what happens and that is how it happens but i still to this day will just not rest and know that okay tomorrow all that creativity is going to come to you like it always has yeah anyways so when I'm not getting enough sleep, though, oh, my goodness, what it looks like is I become very delirious. Um, can we say squirrel moments? A lot of them, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, guys, we're, we're going to start a conversation. And this conversation is very dear to my heart. Jen has no idea on what I'm about to present And there is a very specific reason why I want to present this. That reason is because what I've realized over the past two and a half going on three years is that a lot of entrepreneurs have just fallen off. But at the same time, there has been a influx of new entrepreneurs that have come on the scene and I think they're thriving and they're doing well. And I just think that we need as many entrepreneurs as possible. And I'll tell you exactly why. When you have a monopoly on consumerism, everyone suffers. And so when they said that the economy was going to be shut down and that the economy was going to suffer, a lot of people thought that um, that meant the entire world of, of consumerism was going to suffer. That's not what that means. What that means is is that it squeezes the mom and pop shops out of business and it forces us into the hands of Big Brother. 
And so we struggle more because now they can hike the prices up. They can control how we get the material. They can control how we distribute the material. And so it's really dear to me and dear to my heart. And I'm going to ask some questions of Jenna in just a few minutes. But it's very dear to my heart to see new businesses forming. Yeah. um, New entrepreneurs coming on the scene. Young entrepreneurs, old entrepreneurs, middle-aged entrepreneurs, just entrepreneurs, period. Because what it does is it it adds a surge of energy and it helps us to thrive. It helps us to to grow as a um, community. And when we have these pop-up stands or farm stands and you see these people coming out and presenting their, their work of art or their goods for us to purchase, it, it does wonders for the community because it helps to keep the money in the community a whole lot longer. Imagine that there's a, a bigger company that's based out of New York. And so all the money that's in your particular city is going straight to New York. How does your community thrive and survive? It can't because all that money is going somewhere else. But if you're putting your money back into your community, then you're rebuilding and restructuring your community. And it's driving out the negative because you're putting so much positive in. Yeah, I've seen it quite a bit, actually. Speaking of community, there's a brewery that you've played at a few times, Solario, Mm -hmm. and they're starting to have entrepreneurs set up shop and they're selling their stuff. And it's amazing and so, so good to see one business supporting another business. And so when people have these pop-ups, typically people don't charge. It's just, and it brings them more business because people want to shop and, you know, drink their beer. And yeah, there's a lot of farmers markets locally. Um, So I've noticed that about breweries lately, especially the big one out in Redlands, Mm, right? mm -hmm. I don't know how often they do it, but it's huge. There's so many entrepreneurs that go out there. And it's fun. It's so fun to meet people who are like-minded. Yeah. And they're creating their own thing. So they're celebrating their artistry with other people who appreciate it. Yep. And I have not seen not one person behind a booth, honestly, that is not smiling and full of joy. Yep. And not because happy. they get to share. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And they're they're sharing their art and their gift and then they're making money on top of that. Mm-hmm. Before we get to the questions, I just want to tell you this. Anybody out there listening and anybody out there concerned about becoming an entrepreneur, if you don't have a clue on how to start, please, please, please hit us up because we have started multiple businesses and multiple companies, uh, a few that didn't thrive that well. And we've we realized it, figured it out and moved on. And then a few that have done very well and we're very happy and content with where they're going. Are we millionaires? Absolutely not. But that wasn't the goal or the intention in the first place. Jen, first question. Uh, Okay. Here we go. I'm ready. As an entrepreneur, what is one of the first things that you would say to do to get started in entrepreneurship? Um, For me, it would be to research what's out there. Mm-hmm. Um, the same way we say plan. I mean, that concept's going to live in everything that we do pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'd say, make sure you love what you're about to get into. Yeah. 
you know, make sure there's a passion there. Cause I mean, people do things for money all the time and that's great. Uh, but it, for me, that's not sustaining as far as what brings you joy and everything, you know? So research number one, number two, well, let me back that up first. You make sure you're passionate about it and something that you could totally get into. Mm -hmm. Second is research it. And third, um, would just be get into a community of like-minded individuals that you can glean from and get advice from and just share your wins and your losses and do those things. So support system, huge. Yeah. And I have to back that up. There is no question that's a dumb question when you're looking to invest your own money in yourself. Uh, you want to ask as many questions as possible so that you can know exactly what you're getting yourself into and then possibly um, have a mentor, someone that doesn't mm, mind. Mentor, amount, coach. Yeah. Yes. Someone Good that, one. that doesn't mind you hanging around and being the fly on the wall and hearing the good, the bad, the ugly, uh, the necessary, the unnecessary, all those things. Because basically you're about to commit your life, dedicate your time to something that you're going to be doing for right. quite some time. And it's going to cost money to get it started because yeah. if you're going to do it legitimately and get a business license and all that other stuff, it's going to cost you. So you need to be prepared, but it's so worth it. There's nothing in my life that's more gratifying than saying I have my own business. Yeah. You know, I, as we are growing older together, uh, the business thing, Corey, you are very business minded. And oh, that was you. something that came up later on in life for us. I didn't know that about you. Um, although I love, don't get me wrong, I love being an entrepreneur. We, I can even think of my most favorite business that we've had. Um, and that's been long gone, but it was so great while we had it. Mm -hmm. I love my gifts and what brings me joy is anything startup. Mm-hmm. Anything where someone says, here's a blank canvas. So I'm not an artist as in drawing and things like that. There are different art forms and art is your ability to create. So when we have a new business, I am so about the startup. Uh, and here's another tip for anyone who's starting anything. If you're an introvert, you can pretty much do this one-handedly with your support system. If you're an extrovert, Know that it's going to be a little tough if you're doing it on your own. If you can get partners in it or something like that, um, absolutely do that. And when I say partners, I don't mean like they own 50-50. What I mean right. is like <laughs> someone who <laughs> you can bounce ideas off of and have that extroverted moment so you can have all the energy that you need. Yeah, and it's interesting that you uh, went there with the startup because there are Business owners that only do startups, they do the startup process, get it going, and either they sell it or they um, allow someone else to take over or they let it run its course and they move on to the next startup. And they and that's how they do their business. And right. it's very lucrative. It's very much so an option. It's not one of those things where it's like, oh, you can't just start a business and walk away. Oh, sure you can. That's a part of being in business. Yeah. Sometimes you got to know when to walk away. Same concept as flipping houses. Yeah. It's the exact same right? concept. Um, Jen, 
for you and your favorite business, what allowed you to thrive in that business so much? Oh my gosh, that's well, my passion. One of them is teaching, mm-hmm. and I love partnering with people in their learning journey. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just I can't even explain it like that. And um, I mean, when you're good at what you do, you know, like it makes it easier to be creative mm-hmm. because then you're not so worried about the business part of it. Now you're, you're, you get to jump into the content and the way things are delivered. Right. Um, so yeah, so that business, and I think, you know what, I still have a Facebook page for it and I don't know how to bring it down cause it's attached to my old Facebook account, but it's essential services. Right. Um, and yeah, that, Oh, Corey, we learned so much from that. So much. I mean, <laughs> when, when I talk about jumping in head first, we jumped completely in. Yeah, with, I didn't even check to see if it was shallow or deep water. We yeah, just, just jumped in. Let's go. Let's do it. And we did it and had a blast. And and the thing about it was we realized early into it that um, actually we didn't even plan on starting the business no, when, we, we, didn't. when we started that one. But what we realized is that if we didn't have everything lined up the right way that we were going to get ourselves in trouble really, really quick yeah. because we were attempting to cash checks that the bank was very concerned about. And they were yeah, like, there's so, yeah, so much. Uh, you're in here every weekend cashing checks. What kind of business do you have? And so we were like, Oh boy. And that's the last thing you want. You, you don't want to find yourself in a position where you're doing business the wrong way. Yeah, and, we didn't have a mentor. Yeah, we didn't have a mentor. Now, um, it didn't end badly. No. It, it was it, just the next chapter opened up in life. And I'll tell you real quick what that chapter was. That chapter was uh, a banker approached me and said, can we have a conversation? And it was the best conversation I ever had. And I learned so flipping yeah. much that I am so grateful that that guy approached me. And and I'll, I'll tell you his first name because he's a he the banker at um, Wells Fargo. His name is Josue, and this guy was just so helpful and educating, and didn't mind sitting down and talk to me, talking to me. And and guys, this guy was one of those people that I could literally just call on the weekend and say, "Hey, I got a question." He'd be like, "Hold on, real quick, let me get into my office and just have a how nice ten fifteen minute conversation about what I'm trying to accomplish in business." And those, those people are gifts. Yeah. People who will take the time to do that and, and offer themselves like in their time. Yeah. I, um, I try to be that person. No, I, I can I honestly really, say you do. Yeah. You, you have accomplished that. And I've seen you give a class and go way above and beyond. And I'm not just blowing smoke. Anybody that's ever been taught or mentored or counseled by Jen can attest to this. Um, Go way beyond the call of duty. And then people will come back years later and say, hey, I need help. I need, can you brush me up on this? Can you give me some more material? Can you uh, refer me to a job? (laughs) I mean, it's it's not lifetime placement. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Uh, Thank you for the compliment, by the way. I'm actually working in a workbook uh, 
regarding setting boundaries. Mm, mm-hmm. Because j- even just hearing you say that, you know, the extension of of you and what you give and the time you give and pretty much at the drop of a dime, right? Especially now because we have grown kids, I'm very prone to just like, yes, 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 absolutely. And don't get me wrong, I, I absolutely love people um, and seeing them succeed. And I get to do that through coaching yeah. now. You know, that's one of the ways that I get to do that. And of course, I love my career. But, you know, what What a turn from 24 hours of not sleeping to this. I would have never seen this one, Corey. Yeah. Way to drive this vehicle. Well, the elevator, actually. Oh, yeah. I just pushed all the buttons. <laughs> We're making stops. <laughs> I had someone do that one time in an elevator, his kid. Mm-hmm. And I was at one of the highest floors. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. Here we go. But that kid was so happy. Oh, yeah. I love watching kids um, do do the funniest things. Yeah, up and down the escalator at a movie theater. Yep, and, I used to do it, and I'll never forget because these kids kept going up and down. And the manager at the movie theater t- said to the parent, "The mom, your kids can't run up and down the elevator." She goes, "The mom says for as much as you're charging for a movie and snacks, my kids can treat this like an amusement park if they want." Right. Have a, have a good old time. Good with- answer. <laughs> so, guys, as we wrap this up, I just wanted to be real clear on this. You know, we love the entrepreneurship spirit, and we we encourage if if you're looking to do that, jump into it, enjoy it, do your research, and if you need some help, we're always here, and you can reach us on uh, Jen's website. Can you give it to him real quick? Beelevating.com. Yes. Hey. <laughs> And all this to say, try to get your sleep. Yeah. Right? We didn't use that as a tip. But you can easily lose sleep, and you are not functioning at your best when that happens. And entrepreneurship, I mean, it's everything in the beginning. You got to be on point. Think quickly. Think rationally. Think sharply. All that stuff. Yes, indeed. Well, you know, it's to take the elevator. We say, look up and let's elevate. elevate. Every day, elevate. Every day, elevate. We need to sleep early tonight. Every day, <laughs> I slept middle all of the day. week. I slept all day. Every day.